Did you know that the highest level a player can reach in the game Pac-Man is 256? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 125. My name's Gareth Riley, I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. James Burks. How are you doing, James? Bonjour. I'm okay, thank you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ça va? Oui, ça va. <laughs> Good, that's enough of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice to see you, James. On my, on my virtual right in this cosmopolitan show is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? Hee-haw, hee-haw, good oh, Jesus. I had to get in on the French vibe there. Bonjour, Gareth. Ça va? Oh, so it's crashed. So you just made something crash in the living room. I fell off my chair at those literary skills. <laughs> um, great. Hello, Paul. And on my virtual opposite is Mr. Darren Edwards. How are you doing, Darren? Hello, I'm very well. I'm not going to offend anybody by trying to speak French, so a good afternoon to you all. Oh, lovely, Dan. That's what I like. Um, <laughs> the ghost accent does offend us Brits, though. So. Oh, steady. <laughs> uh, the quiz this week, you do a Scouse accent, Paul. Hey, hey, calm down. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> I asked for it. I asked for it. Dear me. And this is our final podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, James, what have you been doing this week? Um, well... You know me, I end up watching a lot of random TV shows and films, um, and this week, this week I've found a, a new show on Apple TV called Pachinko. Have you heard of it? Anyone seen it? Tell us about it, I've heard of Pachinko the game. Well, I mean, I think that's inspired the title, because the unpredictability of the game. Mm. Um, but it's about... Uh, a Korean family and across different generations from 1910, I think, to 1989 and how they've adapted to moving from Korea to Japan. Um, and obviously being under Japan's ruling for most of that time as well. And it's quite interesting. It's fictional, but there's definitely elements of it that you believe would happen. You know, it's quite a lot of um abuse of power, um I suppose racism. It's really it's really interesting. I, I find it fascinating to watch. Mm. Um it's a great historical view on on life in those times. Um yeah it's got a really good cast as well. The main character is the woman that was in Minari, that won the Oscar. I think she's called Yoon Yujung. Okay. Um, she's got a really good cast. Um, and yeah, I'm really addicted to it. Ooh. There's eight episodes, about an hour each. Um, I'm nearly finished the last one. Okay. Yeah, it's very good. So, a thumbs up from James, a recommendation. Definitely. Oh, good. Pachinko. Okay. I'll give that a go. I like Apple TV. I'm a really big fan of Apple TV. Um, Paul, 
What what the what what in God's name have you been doing for a week? <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's all been happening this week. Um it hasn't really. Um regular listeners to the podcast will know, you know, that I like to give health updates every now and again. Mm-hmm. Um and the last time we spoke I'd just been for an X ray on my shoulder. Um just before Richard's wedding actually. Um I've had the results back. And apparently the tendon in my shoulder has calcified, which doesn't sound good. Um, and it's given me rotator cuff disease. So that's why my arm hurts. Um, now I've got to go and have all sorts of physio and stuff at the hospital. Um, but, you know, it's all good. I know what it is now, so nothing to worry about. But what I want to talk about is an old-fashioned style of entertainment that I've fallen back in love with. Never mind your TV series and your Apple TVs and things. I have, since watching Reacher on Amazon Prime, I've decided to try reading the books by Lee Childs. I thought you were going to say, I've started to kill people. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm keeping that quiet in case the police listen. Um, but yeah, I've started to read all of the books um, and they're fantastic. They're really, really good. They're proper page turners. You, once you start reading it, you can't put them down. You know, I've gone to bed and lied there and thought, I'll just read a chapter. And then like an hour later, I'm still going, oh, he's still, what's he doing now? It's, it's, they are so, so good. So if you're looking for something a bit more old fashioned rather than all this newfangled stuff, I can thoroughly recommend the Lee Child uh, Jack Reacher books. Brilliant. Great. Thank you, Paul. We'll look out for those. Um, Darren, what's your what have you been doing this week? What what's piqued your interest? Um, so I have uh, not gone so far into the past, but we went to the cinema and see Doctor Strange, which I really enjoyed. I thought it was brilliant. So it's directed by Sam Raimi, um, who did the Spider-Man movies from the noughties, and he did The Grudge, I think, as well, um, and a few and other Evil films. Dead. Evil Dead, yeah, can't forget Evil Dead, um, and. I thought it was it was brilliant. So initially, I think people were a bit nervous because it's just over two hours long, which I thought was quite refreshing. It's not a big three hour one, um, and it is different. I think it's I think it's reviewed pretty well, but it's certainly split opinion. Um, but it's got some surprises, as we kind of expect now for fans of the Marvel films. But I really enjoyed it from start to finish. And although you can only do so much in a twelve A horror wise there was definitely a darker tone and there has been a couple of shocking moments in there as well. So it was a really, really good fun. Um, and then on Saturday morning, I was awoken to the sound of two fighting cats. They've fallen out big time. So they're currently in isolation um, because they are scrapping. So that's been fun to deal with uh, slowly trying to reintroduce them to each other, but they are old timers. So it might take a little while before they, before they get along again. Wow! Oh God! Good luck with so, that. Yeah, it's been a it's been a game of two halves, as they say, in the last week. But <laughs> hey ho! <laughs> wow! Um, I've just got I've got one recommendation. I think I watched a series on Amazon Prime at the moment called Outer Range, and Outer Range is like an eight part new series from Amazon, and it stars uh, Josh Brolin. Oh, <laughs> my series come on going. I do, I can't help you with Amazon Prime. You bet you can't. Um, it's it's a yeah eight part series, um, and like Josh Brolin's in it. Uh, he's a star. I'm trying to think who else is in it. There's another big star. Oh, um, 
English actress I've forgotten the name of. And it's set in Wyoming. So kind of beautiful, kind of like westernly kind of feel to it. It's modern day, um, mountains, you know. And he's just got these two ranches, one by the Abbott family, which is with Josh Brolin's character, his wife and his, and his two sons, one of the son's daughters, and another um, much more sort of richer, almost like Dallas, ranch next door. And Josh Brolin goes out into the field and discovers there's a hole in the ground, but it's not an ordinary hole. It's like a supernatural hole that looks like when you look into it, it's like it's infinity. It's like you're seeing a black hole in the middle of the, of the thing. And I'm not going to say anything else because it will spoil anything, but we learn about what this hole is and who wants to enter it, who wants to control it. And it's, it's, it becomes like this kind of like normally sort of almost like a family drama, like a Dallas type of thing going on, but this, this thing takes over. It's, it's, really, it's a really good bit of kind of like realistic kind of science fiction um, with a kind of very normal storyline under there about families and that set in that kind of westerny Wyoming kind of like cowboys and bull riders and all that stuff. So it's, I really, I really, I really enjoyed it. Eight parts. Give it a go. Especially if you like your sci-fi. That sounds interesting. There was another one that I started on Apple TV and never finished with Sam Neill in that sounds quite similar. Oh. But I think it was Crop Circles. I can't remember what it was called now. Oh, yeah, um, I watched that. That's quite good. Um, was it good? Yeah, it was good. Actually, yeah. I enjoyed it in the end. It got really, didn't get great reviews. And I don't know if they're no. going to do it again, but I enjoyed it in the end, yeah. It's, uh, I'll have to go back to it. Yeah. But it sounds similar. I might have given that a look, thanks. We've still got Apple TV, so. It's on Amazon. Oh, it's Amazon. Amazon, Amazon sorry, Prime, yeah. TV. No. Oh, we've got Amazon. Brilliant. Good. There you go. I can't believe we've managed to find three people with Amazon t- with Apple TV. I know. All yeah, in one Ryan place. Apple I mean, so I think yeah. it just came with the job lot, to be honest. All right, fair enough then. <laughs> um, we're going to go and talk about games. Now, I, I don't know about you three, but I'm starting to feel we're at, we're at this edge now and we're going to be covering this. I think there's going to be a lot of reveals very soon, isn't there, coming up? Mm-hmm. Um, in June, we know about the Xbox One, we know about the Summer of Gaming thing, um, and PlayStation, I think, will be doing theirs as well in that time. So there's going to be lots of we're going to be covering it on the podcast. We'll do some specials for these as well. Um, it's been a sort of like little bit of a drought for the last month, isn't it? Apart from the indies, of course, which we review all the time, but no big, biggish games. And I think suddenly we're going to get this drop, aren't we? <laughs> of everything. It's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, and it's, it's ridiculously what we talked about in the podcast before. It, they're going to put everything in October, November, December, and that certain games are just going to die. It always happens mm. rather than spreading out. But I think there's going to be a lot of big games coming up soon. So we'll be very excited. But what have we been playing the last couple of weeks? Uh, Paul, let's start with you. What have you been playing? Start with me. Um, <clears throat> I'm just trying to think. I've been playing some of the little indie games, like you say. Um, probably the one I want to talk about is Whiskey and Zombies, it's called. Mm. Um, which is basically what it says on the tin you you play as a member of a redneck family in the south of the good old us of a um in the middle of a zombie outbreak and you discover that the the moonshine that your family brews is the cure for the zombie virus so basically what that translates into is a kind of top down twin stick shooter you know like gauntlet back in the day 
Oh yeah, yeah. You're you're old enough to remember Gauntlet, yeah, Gareth. Um, it's kind of like that, um, but with the added attraction of you have to be drunk enough not to turn into a zombie, but not too drunk that you can't function. Because as you drink more, your aiming gets worse, and you can even pass out and stuff. So it's quite an interesting mechanic. And the game's quite good fun. The only problem with it is that for some bizarre reason, the game is largely set at night and the developers made the zombies jet black. So when you're looking down from the top, you cannot see the zombies at all. The only reason time you know something's there is either if you stood on a light patch of road, say, or if something starts chewing on you. It's a very, very peculiar choice, and it makes the game a lot harder. You learn to dread, like, shadows from the trees, because there could be 10,000 zombies in that shadow, and you've got literally no idea. And they've done this for purpose, have they? To make it like that? Well, you've got to assume so. I mean, you can't think, I'll make some zombies. What I'll do is I'll just colour them in, and uh, let's try different colours. Let's try red. No, no, that's a bit easy. We'll make them black. There you go. Nobody will see them then. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's a very, very bizarre choice. I mean, it's not an easy game anyway, trying to control a drunken ragbag. But this bit just makes it that little bit trickier, and it kind of spoils it in a way. If, If the zombies were more visible, if you could see more of what you were doing, I think it would have been a better game. So... Okay. Yes, that's what I have been playing. Oh, very good, Paul. Um, James, what about you? you? Um, I've been playing Citizen Sleeper, uh, which is on Game Pass, and it's sort of like a visual novel combined with like tabletop RPG mechanics and a little bit of time management. So it's like a a cyberpunk. Setting, right? And you play this, you play this sleeper. So you're basically uh, a digital consciousness of someone who was a human, but now you're in a artificial body, and some mega corporation owns you, basically. Um, and at the start of the game, you escape to a space station. So on this space station. Every day you have to try and do things to survive, like do a little bit of work, get some currency, and then you can do like other jobs for allies that you make, get some scraps, sell that, get food to stay alive. And, and it's really interesting because it's really deep, the narrative. I mean, really, sci-fi, you can like sci-fi, you will love how deep it is. It's very complex. So if, if you're reading quite a lot of this complex narrative, it can get a little bit much, but it's interesting. It's a good read if you're up for it. Um, like I say, having to manage the, the amount of actions that you've got each day. Um, and your actions are, are used, you can't use dice do the actions, so you get like a, a number six dice, the action is perfect, if you've got a one, you're going to risk it a bit, 
you got to be careful where you use these dice. Um, obviously, you upgrade over time. You learn new skills. It's just really interesting. Um, I've played a few hours now, but I think I'm halfway through. It's okay. not a massive game. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it sounds like uh, yeah, it's a bit addictive at times as well. You can jump in just for a little bit, do a bit of reading, do a few tasks, and then jump out again. It's good. I recommend it. Okay, good. Citizen Sleeper on Game Pass. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, Darren, what about you? What's your game of the game of the week? Game of the week. Um, so I've been playing a game called Blast Brigade versus the Evil Legion of Doctor Creed. Catchy title. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. It's 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 imagine you can imagine exactly what it is by the title. So it's a Metroidvania, I guess, um, kind of platform action adventure game, um, which is kind of rooted in stereotypes from like 80s action films, um, and it's. It, it said 20 plus hours of gameplay and at first I thought no no way but as you kind of get into it I've put about 13 14 hours in and I'm probably about three quarters of the way through wow. I just need to finalize my review um because it's not published yet so there is quite a bit there and it it pulls on your love of kind of finding secrets and collectibles so there's all that going on um but it's quite harsh it's quite punishing um and there's quite a few boss characters to fight off and they basically are bullet sponges they've got big health bars at the top of the screen you've got to learn their movesets dodge and shoot um so it can be quite difficult and quite frustrating but there's just something about it that kept me going back um i don't know what it is it's like you a relationship with alcohol like you get a headache after you know quite a few pints but you'll still go back and have some more the next day <laughs> it's a very odd relationship i've got with it so i'll definitely see it through but i have uttered a few swear words and stuff at times um and told the game to go away in no such words um so it's worth a look it is for that amount of gameplay it is about 16 or 17 quid i think so it's not cheap but if you're into that type of bullet hell platformer type um, scenario with a bit of dungeon crawl and exploration in there as well. You could do a lot worse, to be fair. Great. Good. Um, Dan, after the podcast, we're, we're going to have an intervention and talk about you going back to the pub after the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> um, you might need it. You need that support from me, guys. Good. We'll do that. Um, good. Okay, right. Um, I've got a really interesting one um, called Best Month Ever. And this is a game, it's quite an interesting little story. This is a game by the Warsaw Film School. And the Warsaw Film School, they teach how to make films, but also they've just done this thing when they've created a video game. And they've been created by the students, it's by graduates, and from the video game development program, which is really interesting. So they've made this game, and it's been published and it's out at the moment. And best one ever is, what's, what, would, what would I say? It's almost like a narrative adventure point and clicker maybe, but really kind of light on the on the mm. gameplay-wise. It's, 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 it's more about that kind of story. You can see where the film background is. And it's set in 1969 in the south of America. And it's about a mother and her young mother and her um, sort of eight-year-old son. Um, and right at the start of the game, she is she's very very poorly. 
um, and she hasn't got long really to things. So she needs to she needs to go across the USA and find her family and find a find a family for her son really because he's, he's the dad's gone. And it's like a road trip movie. So you you start that and you go you go off from there and then meet people on the way and have things happen, events happen. Um, so you can imagine it as a kind of movie and it's has that very kind of it has a very cinematic feel and the kind of visuals and and the journey. It's a bit rough on the edges at points. You know, sometimes there's a couple of bits when it just it's a bit janky, but it's really the visuals are really beautiful and they're kind of like the film the filmic feel of it is the language is really nice and it really works. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And it's about maybe four to five hours long. Um but if you really like your kind of narratives and your stories and your game, this is definitely one here. It's, it's really interesting. There's about there's a few different endings, of course, as there always is. I think it's quite a few different endings. How you how you turn out, how the how the, the decisions you made affects how the, the boy turns out, who's a sort of narrator. He's narrated for his old age. Um and yeah, it's great. It's 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 really an interesting it's an interesting experiment from this Warsaw thing, but I I really enjoyed it. So I'm gonna I think I've got the review out in a few days. But yeah, it's um, best month ever. So if you fancy that, give it a go. How much is it? Yeah. I think it's about fourteen quid. Oh, it's a funny feeling. Yeah, so it's a bit steep. Yeah, no. Yeah. But maybe I got that wrong. Let me just have a look here now. Talk about it. Ask another question while I casually okay. look at the thing. What, Gareth? Yeah. How much is it, Gareth? Gareth? <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! It's got to be August. August is the best month ever, I think. No, nah, it's too cold and it's too full of Christmas. Oh no! Oh, you Here you go. Oh, it's fifty. Yeah, fifteen quid. Okay, yeah. you weren't far off then. No. Um, good. There's the games. There's our games. Um, let's just talk about some news now. I'm sorry, Darren. I'm sorry, Paul. But we're going to chat about this because it's the biggest story of the week. Really, it's something we knew. Um, FIFA. Oh, yes. Ah, yeah. As we know, and some of us love, yeah. is we knew this was going to happen, but it's we now know all the details. So it's not going to be called from EA uh, FIFA twenty three anymore. From from this year, the contract runs out after the World Cup, so in November time. So I, I guess we're going to get FIFA twenty three, aren't we, or something? I suppose. Then after that, yeah. it's um. It's going to be called something else. It's called EA Sports FC, I think, isn't it? That's their new name. So it's not going to have the FIFA brand. Is that right? Have I got that right? Uh, that's right. I, mean, I don't care. It must have taken a long time to think of that name. What a name it is. Amazing. 20 people around um, a big conference table took all day to call that. Yeah. They're like, we, we need to renegotiate with a FIFA license. Unless you can come up with a great name. <laughs> what have we got, guys? <laughs> yes, um, one of the reasons they said behind this, this change they wanted it because they have to pay FIFA. I think it's like a billion dollars or something. If that's yeah. a year, <laughs> that's really, so they wow. decided to go on their own. And what's interesting, FIFA have come out and said, "This is great. We're going to make our own game." Um, and <laughs> under the FIFA brand, it's going to be the best thing ever. So there's going to be this interest in whether FIFA are going to, because what's happened already is like the EA group have got um, the the top clubs and leagues, and they've got them attached to it as well. So people have come out and support. And so it's going to be interesting to see if there's going to be a split in licenses, and you know, are you going to get Colchester United are going to go with 
FIFA. I don't know. <laughs> I literally think the only difference is not having the name and I think it's the World Cup content. And that's it. I mean, that is literally all they're losing. Right. Which is crazy. Because if you think all that money just to call yourself FIFA, it, it was a no-brainer, really, for me, eh? Um, I mean, it's a mad, exactly. it's a mad thing because it is such a brand, isn't it? When you talk about, oh yeah, when you, I mean, it's in films, it's in TV, it's in theatre now. You know, people talk about, oh, I'm going to go home. You know, lines here. I'm going to go home and play FIFA. You know what it is when they say that. Yeah, you know. like Call of Duty. It's yeah. that name that yeah. sticks with it. But I, I think th- that'll to run. No, go on. What are you going to say, Jim? I think that'll work in FIFA's favour if they do their own game. The first game, people will play it and not realise it's a different game. So they have a, a, a head start with the first developed game that they go with. But if it didn't hit the ground running, they'll end up like East Foot, Football, whatever it's called. And it will just be forgotten within yeah. a, year, a year or two. Yeah. And also, so, I mean, you can't recreate that gameplay. EA have got yeah, yeah, and they've got that's the thing. They've got their their gameplay is the same. We're not going to get modes. a different yeah the yeah. game modes. It's going to be that's what you get with the EA stuff. Paul, are you yeah. interested in this any, at all? Um, <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I, I can't wait. I couldn't sleep last night for for fear of worrying about whether the new FIFA game will be good. Um, no, honestly, good. There's there's very few things in this world I care about less than football, but football video games is one of them. Good, Dan, you feeling the same? Uh, not quite as um, emotional about it, Paul. Sorry, my Don't see emotion. I think the last FIFA I played properly was 2006 or something, so I'm not bothered. But I think that. Um, it reminds me of how close Pro Evolution Soccer got to FIFA in the noughties in terms of licensing and and, mm. pl- and players. It sort of felt like they hit a bit of a peak before it fell away. Um, so you, James is absolutely right. The first new FIFA, there'll be a lot of curiosity, but if they don't get it right, it might not even come back because people will realise that the EA one is very much the bread and butter of, of the football game world and, and they'll stay with that, I think. Yeah, yeah. One, I'm going to do one last comment and we'll move on just for Paul's sake before he hangs himself. Um, <laughs> Too late. The, the one good benefit I can think for this is we talked about, me and James talked about this in game modes. When it became, I think a FIFA, really early on FIFA did this for one time, people liked it and then it got the FIFA brand said you can't do this. So because it's FIFA, you they don't want the game to be in distribute. They don't want you to mod stuff. They don't want you to do... It's got to be, you know, the brand's got to mm-hmm. be right. And that also means they don't want to see um, um, fouls. They don't want to see dives. <laughs> they don't want to see referees making bad decisions or with wrong decisions. All those elements could come back in again. There was a great football game that used to have a sort of dive button. And you used to do it, so you would dive. And then then sometimes you got away with it, sometimes you didn't, <laughs> like the game. So, yeah. like, And I think those little bits, it might um, give EA a kind of open, they could open stuff out and they could do some stuff with different different teams, like a different mod team. I don't know. It could, that could be the really interesting thing. That is interesting. It'd be yeah. interesting to see how 
arcade they go versus kind of sim as it is in terms of realism versus having a bit of fun with it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. James, would you like that? Some diving? I, I'd prefer to bring that the uh, the two-foot challenge button. Yeah, oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's it's right, yeah. Engine him, but it'd be worth it if you got a red card. <laughs> that's what I like. Good. James, very good. Um, moving on, um, EA also sort of like, I think EA maybe have got a little thing coming up, haven't they, in the next day, maybe it's tonight mm-hmm. or something. But they've teased, they've got a, a few things coming out. There's a Dead Space remake, I think, which is going to be the big thing they're going to showcase. I think that was meant for 2023, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a slate of four games coming out there's a, a PGA Tour game God, I haven't played those in years have any of you played those golf games? No, oh, yeah, Mario yeah. Golf <laughs> that's, much more fun. So, that's so realistic talking um, about realism in arcades yeah. absolutely the, uh, I played the one with Rory McIlroy on the front quite a lot I enjoyed that okay so Okay, well, that so you'll be happy. Um, there's a yeah. re, there's a remake in there, a sports title, and then but they've got a new major IP they've said that's going to come out. So something new um, from EA. What could that be? We don't know. Um, of course, they've got Mass Effect. They've got Dragon Age as well. Um, but I mean, I was thinking about Anthem the other day. I thought I've never really played Anthem. I did the, did the tutorial bit, and then that was it. After that, so it'd be good to see. EA do something again, something new, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I have so, no idea what it could be, to be honest. I've been racking right. my brain since I read it and I can't think of what it would be. No. No, it's a new IP. We don't know. Could well, be so- weren't, didn't they make a studio with one of the fellas who made Halo? Oh, did they? I think go, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I could be making it up as I go along, but I'm fairly sure I was reading it that um, they... One of the one of the guys that made the the original Halo, he's formed a new studio, and EA are involved. I mean, this uh, the more I talk, the less certain I am that I'm. <laughs> what, what's the studio <laughs> called? Or? I don't know. It's called <laughs> Not Bungie. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure now. So perhaps what, just disregard that entire comment. Yeah. Good. What, what are you saying, Carl? Someone somewhere is with some company <laughs> making some game. The, there and is somebody right. somewhere making a game. Yeah, and yeah. it's right. going to be, and I'm sure it said it was going to be a first-person shooter, but beyond that, I can't remember. So I'm Good. sorry for wasting your time, though. No, no I liked it. It's kind of, it's the kind of journalism we want on here. This is this <laughs> keeps, it keeps yeah. to our standards. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, Pure speculation. No, there was a little bit of research. It's just that it didn't sink into my brain quite as deeply as I thought it had. This is good as me once saying Cyberpunk's never going to be delayed. And then a a day later, it got delayed. Um, Good. Right. Another thing that came out this week was Gotham Knights. And we had a little kind of trailer. Um, There was a a thing that was... um, I think on on the PlayStation Store maybe that it was four player co-op and then it got taken yeah. down and they said no that's not happening. But what's interesting with this is the biggest story about it is they cancelled the old gen uh, mm-hmm. versions of the game, so it's the first one that's really gone. No, we're not doing that mm-hmm. now. And that for the Xbox One and PS4, so that maybe does support that four player co-op thing a little bit as well, which makes sense with this game as you're playing four 
characters, aren't they? You know. Um, but that's an interesting move, isn't it? Are we going? Are we finally going into this now? Now the the stocks of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X are coming a little bit more readier now. Are we going to have this, James? What do you think? Well, all I can say is, I think it's a very brave move because already I don't think it would be a massively popular game. And to limit yourself to the next generation only, or the latest generation, I think it's it's going to backfire. I think. I'm, I'm glad people are doing it now and making it. You know, this job. But I mean, you want to maximise the amount of people buy your game. And I think having a Batman game without Batman, you're already fighting a uphill battle. I think this um, is you. You've been down this game from the start. All of you have, <laughs> apart from me. And like yourself. And I don't think this is. I don't. I think this will sell. It has a kind of. The DC brand on it, I think it would do really well. I don't know why I think this, but it looked fine to me. It's got the it's got the villains in there. What are you basing this on, Gareth? For Come my on. have you do, have you done your research? Professionalism. <laughs> 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 um, Paul, you Did don't. You watch you, the demo? Paul, you're not a big fan of this. Yeah, I have watched the demo. Yeah, I'm always I'm always for a co-op game. I'd much rather play a co-op game than a than a PvP game. Say right. So. That's a big plus for me. Um, the other thing I just sort of want to mention while we're talking about not having an Xbox One version, um, don't forget with the the Xbox Cloud stuff, you can play next-gen games mm-hmm. on yeah, an Xbox true. One. So theoretically, you could still play it on your Xbox One. I mean, I'm pretty sure PlayStation doesn't have anything like that. Am I right? No. I don't think no, there's no. a... No, no I've not. I've not heard of it on PlayStation. So obviously they've lost a bit of a market there. But if you really want to play it on the Xbox One, you can. You just have to play it through the cloud rather than playing it locally. Um, but you know, it's it's got a chance. Um, it looks okay. I think there's isn't there a game based on Suicide Squad as well? Mm, coming out in twenty twenty three. Yeah. That was the one that, of the two, I thought looked more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm perfectly willing to give this a, a try, you know, yeah. if we can get the Xbox Hub crew together, if it's especially if it's four-player co-op, I think it would be quite amusing. Yeah. It won't be far. Everything. Okay. That's James's it, okay. In, in, Is in that demo. Mystic in James. Right. Okay. Good. Okay. Darren, Thanks, James. Um, your thoughts? Do you think this is going to be um, a... I'm, I'm quite intrigued by this. So I, I, I'm more of a Marvel fan than a DC fan, but I quite like uh, the, the series Titans. I think it's on Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. And that doesn't have a lot of Batman in it. It has bits and bobs, but um, he's not front and centre. So I'm quite intrigued by this. I think that kind of going current gen only is a gamble. I don't totally agree with James that it's going to backfire but it definitely is a gamble I just it just maybe it hints to they know more than we do about supply maybe they're going to finally sort it out for this kind of holiday season Mm. because it'll be coming up to two years since the consoles were released pretty much so they were the initial forecast I think for the chip shortages and, and all that business so potentially 
they'll turn it right, but mm. it's a gamble. I, mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't like to say that yeah, they're gonna be fine because there's still a lot of Xbox One and PS4s out there in people's living rooms that they're still playing yeah. as their main console, I think. Yeah. Good. Um Call of Duty. Who's put this on here? The Good James. Talk talk us through it. I don't understand the well, I mean it it caught my eyes. It's um a new limited time mode coming to Call of Duty Warzone. And it sounds epic like mystery. Um it's basically Godzilla versus Kong in Call of Duty. So you're gonna be trying to survive in the war zone with Godzilla and King Kong roaming the area. <laughs> that does sound so good. You can stand on you, you can use the heat ray on you from Godzilla. Um, it sounds crazy. And I, I think there's a way you can even get a, like an unlock where you can get kills from King Kong or Godzilla killing people. Like wow. a kill streak. Um, so this looks crazy. And that's from today uh, for two weeks. So, I mean, it, it's enticing me about to follow you. We should have another go at Warzone. I kind of enjoy yeah. Warzone. We'd it's be terrible now. Yeah, okay, I might do that. <laughs> we were terrible anyway. We were awful, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> awful. Um, um, yeah, yeah, maybe we'd do that. Let's do that. Let's get a hundred gig or something to download. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. I think, um, as, as you've just said, though, James, I think that's the idea, isn't it, I guess? Giving people a reason mm. to go and check it out. It's definitely a step in the right direction because the films are good fun and that looks like good fun and it's just something a bit different, I think, mm. for Call of Duty. So I think it can only be a positive thing. Good, good. Um, right, gentlemen, are you ready for a quiz? Yeah, born ready. So is this it in French? is no French. I was going to say, yeah, which yeah. part of the world is it coming from this week? No, <laughs> none of that. Beyond the nude, on to quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this time we're going to do we've done this before it's basically 15 questions and it's called roll over this game and the idea is that I give you one question and you have one answer you only have one answer one one attempt to answer the question each not each you can buzz in for the first question but you have one and then if you if you get it you get a point if you none of you get it it gets rolled over for the next question's worth two points and so on and so forth. Yeah, so that's oh, how it flies. But you only get your, but you have your buzzers. Let's have your buzzers. James, what's your buzzer noise? <laughs> Nothing. Darren, what's yours? Buzz. Good. Paul, what's yours? <laughs> Meow. Great. Good. I love it. <laughs> I'm looking at the cart, that's why. Um, <laughs> so are we all clear on the rules? 15 yeah, questions. Yeah. I think we should pass the first 14 and then have it all or nothing oh, on the last yeah, one. That's the danger. That'd be this is great. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Question number one. Nintendo began as a company that sold which products? Meows. Darren, I think it was. <laughs> Playing cards. Correct. Well, I'm Darren straight in there. He's key. Paul's, I think we, you need to get your hearing it. Paul's, new hearing it. Paul's, Paul's already <laughs> angry. Come on, pretty confident. How was that? I was there. Don't worry. Now tell me that Scotland's not in Great Britain. <laughs> oh, Go on. Hey, ask me again. Two years. Uh, right. Good. Question number two. Well done, Dan. You were first. Um, 
What was the best-selling video game in December 2017? What was the best-selling video game in December 2017? Yeah, we heard you. We just can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, fill I'm filling the gaps of your stupidity. Oh, oh how rude. <laughs> uh, meow. Paul? I'll say Call of Duty something. I can't remember which one it was. It hey. Black Ops 4. No. <laughs> James? You didn't call you of Black Ops 3. No. Buzz. Darren? To complete the set, was it Call of Duty Black Ops 2? <laughs> no. It Not was. in 2017. That was, it was 360. Call of Duty World War Two. Oh. So we've got a rollover. Yeah. Oh. Rollover. So this is worth two points. This next one. Question three. Now this is key here. The word in here. What is the highest grossing game of all time? James? GTA 5? No. <laughs> Meow. Paul? Is it Skyrim? No. Buzz. Darren? Is it Tetris? <laughs> no, good idea. Good oh. It is. Gems of War. It's. <laughs> <laughs> is it Gems of War? <laughs> <laughs> it's Pokemon. Oh, uh, Pokemon go. isn't a game. Which one? Pokemon is a series of games. Yeah, it's, a, it's the it's first Pokemon nice. is a game. It's the grossest game. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Guarantee I'll you. Check, you have to check this. Yeah, I think we need to do. We need some fact checking. Oh, yeah, we need an independent well, adjudicator. I can deal with it. It's like uh, Donald Trump is doing the quiz. So <laughs> so we have to check everything. Oh my god. <laughs> I might give you a bonus point for the next one. This is a separate one. So is it? Th oh, th it's three. This one, isn't it? You all got that wrong. It's three now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In the Pac-Man video game, what's the name of the orange ghost? Buzz. Darren, three points. Is it Blinky? No. Oh. Meow. Paul. Is it Clyde? It is Clyde Paul. Well oh, done, three points. It's, it's nothing to do with the great big book about Pac-Man I had to review for the website either. <laughs> I just remember. I knew it was Inky, Blinky, Pinky and Clyde. And I was like, well, it's not going to be Inky and it's not going to be Blinky. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Paul's got to Come on, James, what's happened? So we're going back to one point now. Yeah. What year? Was the Super Nintendo Entertainment System SNES released? Uh, yeah. Uh, Darren. Was it 1991? It was. Well done for one point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, you stuck, Edward. <laughs> Just because it was, yeah. I shared the birth, my birth year with it, that's all. And then I doubted myself, but I had to go with it. James, come on. One point. Come on, yeah. James. I'm waiting for the big rollover. Oh, you are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 184 million, like the uh, Euro million. One UK winner. I know, unbelievable. What? Anyway. Was yeah. the first character from a video game to have a balloon featured in the Marcy 
Mar- Macy's oh. Parade. Sorry. I'm like, James, you understood what I was saying. Then. Yeah. Is it, I, I'm probably wrong. Is it Pikachu? No. Meow. Mm. Paul. Is it Pac Man? No. Darren, you've got your chance of a can, guess. Can I have the question again, please? Yeah. Um, what was the first character from a video game to have a balloon featured in Marcy's Parade? Is it Macy's Parade? Macy's Parade. Macy's. Macy's. Yeah. Macy's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. now you say. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, I was thinking about Marcy's Parade. That's an entirely <laughs> <Yeah>. different thing. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, that's a good question that I don't know the answer to. Um, I'll, I'll say uh, Mario. No. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, it was, was, was going to be one of those two, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Right, we've got a rollover. This is good. Aha. Yes. Question seven for two points. What was the first gaming console to have in-house memory? <laughs> James. Oh, I've got the wrong here. Is it Murphy Drive? No. Meow. Mm-hmm. Paul. Was it the Atari VCS? No. Uh, Damn. Um, oh, I feel like I've heard this before. Um, is it the the uh, Sega Master System? No. Oh. oh. I feel like it was a Sega console from the back of the day. It was. It was oh, Sega Saturn. Oh, oh, close. Man. Yeah. Damn. Oh. Right, good, well done. It rolls over to three points. Oh, it's worth winning now. James going to swoop in a minute. He is. What video game franchise has racked up over $1 billion in lawsuits? James. GTA. Yes, it is, James. Well done. Straight in there. GTA. He was uncertain, though. It was like, cuckoo. It's amazing. Three, excellent. Uh, <laughs> three points. So it's Paul on three, James on three, and Darren on two. Quite changes. Oh, Darren. to play for. Yeah. Oh, Come on, Darren. What are you messing about? <laughs> for one point. What planet is most similar to the scalable size of the Minecraft world? Burs. Darren. I'll go for Mercury. No. Meow. Paul. Try Mars. No. James, it's all on you. James. Is it Venus? No. It's Neptune. Oh, wow. That's a big one. Perfect. Good. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. At least it wasn't Uranus, eh? Oh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh my God. Uh, Sorry, I had to get that in. Uh, that's what I've heard. I'm not going to say anything. All right, good. Right. What? Number question 10. This is for two points, is that right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the highest grossest. Oh, God. What is the highest grossing movie based on a video game? Darren? I think it's Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the most recent one. No. Oh. Hmm. 
highest grossing. Hmm. Meow. Paul. Oh. Is it Mortal Kombat? No. <laughs> James. I can't help the garbage with Sonic. The Hedgehog. No. It's not Mario, is it? Please tell me it's, it's not Mario. Mario. It's Detective oh, yeah. Pikachu. Oh, oh of course. Yes. That's yeah. a good film as well. That is good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, yeah. <clears throat> good, so we're on to three points, aren't we? Oh. Question 11. This is a big one. Yeah. <clears throat> what movie franchise influenced the creation of the game Doom? Buzz. Darren? Was it Alien? It was. Well done. Oh, oh, come on. On. Three oh, points I feel to like Darren. I read that somewhere recently. Yeah. So five points to Darren, three points to Paul, three points to James, and we've got through four oh. questions left. Oh, this is good. Getting close. Oh, it is getting close. Question 12. What is the name of the woman Mario is attempted to save? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> James? Princess. No. Meow. Oh. Oh. Is it Daisy? No. Darren? No, I know. Is it Pauline? It's Pauline. Well done, Darren. That's one you point. were going to say Donkey Kong, weren't you? Not Mario. <laughs> From the original Donkey Kong, yeah. You uh, like the original? Uh, you, you, you oh, he's running off with it now. Look at that. Six. Morning, we can no questions, please. I shouldn't say that on an Xbox podcast, but... <laughs> Good. Yeah, could we have some Xbox-related ones? <laughs> Never. Um, here we go. 13. The protagonist in Grand Theft Auto Vice City was voiced by which actor? Buzz. Darren. Is it Ray Liotta? <laughs> it is, Darren. Well done. Another point. Seven points to Darren. Four and three. James on three. I think you might have lost, haven't you? Well, we're playing for pride now. We're playing for second really and are. third. I don't think I've ever won a quiz. I think I've just drew two of them. So I am oh, very good. happy with this. Thank you. Okay, so that five year slip Tim's paying off, is it? <laughs> well, you know, it was a crisp one. <laughs> How long did it take Marcus Pearson to create the first version of Minecraft? <laughs> James, uh, an hour. No, meow. Uh, Paul, three years. No, Darren, do you want to have a guess at this? Uh, seven days. Well done, Darren. What? You are kidding me. <laughs> no. Yeah. Another point for Darren. Wow. This is good. He's just rubbing it in now to you two. I just really rubbing it in. The Euro Millions last night. Yeah. yeah, this is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it that it's just a complete guess. <laughs> Seven days? Yeah, well done. You could have said anything. I think Gareth wants you to win. Um, last question. <laughs> and this is for you two, second or third here. This is the key here. What is the name? Of the primary world upon which the world of Warcraft takes place. God, James. Never played it. Me neither, Paul. Krypton. James, what is it? Krypton. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I'm your idea. Paul, Darren. Um, I'll buzz in. Buzz. Yes. 
Is it Azeroth? <laughs> it is. Well done, Darren. It just... Thank you. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I used to play it when I was... Yeah. Well, well done, Darren. So Darren's final score is down. There you are. Nine when, uh, when your number's up. Good grief. Oh, that sounds like a threat. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't... He doesn't... I know where you live. <laughs> what I'll say is, is don't ask me about games within the last kind of five to six years. Anything before that, I'm not too bad on. Yeah. Or involving an Xbox. Or involving an Xbox, that's right. Well done, Darren. You Thank did, you. You deserve anyway, that. Yeah. You are much better. Congratulations, Paul, Paul hates losing. <laughs> you think you'd get, I don't mind, you think I don't get mind used to it by now if it's fair oh yes fair. yeah good good um, well done Darren unlucky James unlucky Paul both joint losers which is nice <laughs> thank <laughs> <Three>. <laughs> oh, there's a winner and yeah joint losers um, gentlemen what are we looking forward to next week um, Paul what are you looking forward to next week what am I looking forward to next week um not a huge amount, to be honest. Um, it's going to be another week of work and trying to fix all of the computers and stuff. But other than that, I don't really have much to look forward to. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just just life, you know. Oh, OK. That's a, that's... Oh, the quiz wasn't that bad, Paul. Please, Come on. It was. That's <laughs> it. I'm, I'm just going to go and uh, sit in a warm bath with a sharp blade. You have got Paul. You have you've hundred percent achievement to Elden Ring, haven't you? I'm going to give you that as well. You've got all the Thanks, achievements. Mate. See, have you oh, finished yes. it yet? No, I'm at the end and I can't do. It. I'm stuck. So I'm leaving it for a bit. Yeah, I'm near the end. Well, just choke me when you uh, do it, and I will come and assist. Brilliant, because I'm quite good at the last boss now. Good, so. oh, I love that. Thank you, um, Darren. What are you doing? What are you doing? This um, so not much either. But I've got a. Um, uh, presser to attend about a game that's under embargo so hopefully I can speak more about that uh, in the next couple of weeks on the podcast Have so you, um, you've been to the press thing yet or is it you've got that I've got it to come okay. um, in brilliant. the next day or so brilliant brilliant um, is it for Grand Theft Auto 5 <laughs> the next remake I could possibly say <laughs> <laughs> um, good James what about you what are you looking forward to next week Podcast, that's right, really. Oh my god, this is terrible. Very exciting week, as you can tell. <laughs> there must be there must be some kind of weird Korean based series you can find on in the depths of Netflix somewhere to uh, watch. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is, but I just don't don't know which one yet. Okay. okay. Just think of the fun you can have finding out though. I know. Oh, I wait. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded almost like you meant it then. Hey, it's very good. Um, I think I might. Yeah, there's not much going on. Vampire the Masquerade is coming out, which is. Um, I think it's by the Sherlock Holmes people, it looks like. It's very similar dynamics. All the people who did a game, I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, it has that very similar kind of feel to it. But yeah, that's coming out next week. It's quite interesting. It's similar uh, to a game. It's what? You just said it was similar to a game. I was wondering if you could be a little more. Vague. I know. I'm trying to think of the game. I've forgotten. I really need it. Five, five parts to it. Oh, I can't. Oh, it's set in a mansion. Anyway, we've, we'll, we'll think on that. We'll tell you next time, um, gentlemen. If we need you to could leave hold... it as a cliffhanger for the I could. viewers. Write in. Write in with your answers. Yeah, <laughs> on postcards. <laughs> um, gentlemen, if we need to find you, where can we find you, Paul? Where can we find you? 
I am on the Twitter and my handle is at Xbox Hub Poll. Good. And Darren, what about you? I'll have to say it now. Um, I'm also on Twitter <laughs> and my handle is at 27Darren. Brilliant. James, what about you? I'm on Twitter and my tag on Twitter <laughs> is no. at it's the same on Instagram. You can find me on GB Variety on Twitter and other bits. Mob's right. But for now, until next time, thank you very much. See you later. Bye. Bye bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.